Dungeons and Drimbus is rated R for rude language, rough violence, and raunchy humor. Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I do declare here's what happened previously on Dungeons and Dreamers. After beaming down toward Brookhaven, the attorneys make their way toward the city, where they discover a bandit camp, wherein lies a bandit who has had his hand cut off by the Bear Man. After some interrogating and looting, they temporarily heal the bandit and bring him with the group to drop him off at the courthouse. I do declare, Yorana is back in session. <laughs> and with that laugh, you carry on your way as the woods turn into the icy cobblestone pavement of the city of Brookhaven. Before you venture too far into the city, you make a stop at the courthouse. Viper, you would recognize the reclaimers outside. So are you coming up or are you staying kind of keeping your distance? I'll, I'll come up. Okay. You guys head up and who takes the lead on this one? Not me. Me? Uh, well, if I must. Your idea, sweet cheeks. And uh, Jessica gives his bony ass like a swat on the back. <laughs> <laughs> you, you hear a little. No. Thomas, you walk up the steps of the courthouse and you see two reclaimers standing guard there. One of them says, yeah, how can I help you? We're just here to drop somebody off that may have been partaking in illegal activities. Oh, God, did he? And he looks at Twigs' body over Kit's uh, shoulder and he goes, no, no, no. That separate, no, that was separate an accidental incident. death. Separate occasion. Totally separate. Oh, okay. Yeah, probably shouldn't be walking through the streets with a corpse, but all yeah. right. Right. So, but this, this guy without the arm, he's alive. Uh, he did the illegal activities, might need medical attention. We're just going to leave him here and go. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Richard just drops him on the steps. Oh, my. Good and the reclaimer God. bends down and he goes, huh? Bear man's at it again. Okay. Oh. Wait, wait, do, what do you two know about the bear? Hi. Viper, what the, how the fuck have you been? I, I'm all right, how are you? I mean, it, it's been, it's been a long time. Where have you, what, what are you doing now? What are you? Oh, I'm stationed on the West Coast, actually. Really? Wow. So, uh, speaking of Rodney, uh, what can you tell us about this, this bear man? Not much, but he's, he's kind of, he's kind of doing our job for us, really. Really? Yeah. Vigilante type then? Yep. How have you been? 
Oh, I've been pretty good. It's, uh, we got a new guy training over here, and, uh, yeah. Well, it was good to see you. Good to see you, too. Man, how's the West Coast? It's, it's pretty good, actually. Oh, man. Are they paying for your housing? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. Would you tell oh, I Cheryl mean. I said hi? Yeah, yeah, I'll tell her, okay. All right. Oh, man. I'm sorry I, to interrupt. I just love these characters. I think those characters are just truly my favorite. I don't know. They're just so <laughs> simple, and it's just so nice. <laughs> anyway, continue. Hey, anyways, yeah, I'll, I'll lock this scumbag. Well, what did he do? Do you know what he did? Do you, you get any oh, uh, I found this, and uh, Viper will give him the journal. Seems like he was tracking shipments, uh, stealing goods. Oh, yeah, he's fucked. Okay. Speaking of, um, this... this corpse as you mentioned that we're carrying around it's a dear friend who accidentally you know passed away and we're we're looking for you know is is moira still in charge at the at the mortuary um i think so yeah all right uh thank you just need a funeral arrangement you know hold on can i see something and tyrannicus is gonna like take the Notebook first, and just like skim through it to see what kind of shipments are going through it. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and roll an investigation check for me. Eighteen. Yep, you gather a lot of the same stuff as Viper. Basically, it seems like it was just a lot of information that he's gathered over time about what uh, sorts of activity is going to be occurring on that particular road that you found them posted up on. I just as more as just like making sure he didn't like get his hands on the phylactery or something like that and see You're not seeing anything about the phylactery in here. Right. And then he's like, "All right." And he just like throws the book. Yeah. And then at this point Kit stops up and he goes, uh, "Where uh, sorry, Vapa, where is this mortuary?" Oh, I-, I can lead you to it. I, I think I would pre I-, I don't want to hold you guys up. I know you got stuff you got to do. No, no, of course. I mean, would you like something to eat first? We can stop at um, my dad I, and my stepmoms. I, I appreciate that, but I really would like to take care of. All right, of I'll, I'll first. lead you there first, uh, Rodney. Great to see you as always. Yep, yep. Good seeing you too. Uh, wait, wait. One more question. Oh, yes. I heard on the West Coast they give you a three weeks paid vacation. I mean, I don't kiss and tell, but fuck me, man. Ah, oh, <laughs> God damn. Okay. See ya, Rodney. Yeah, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and you head on. I believe, Viper, you stopped by the mortuary. Frankie, uh, sorry, I'm just... Uh, oh, it's, it's been a lot the last couple of days. I'll, I'll take care of this. You don't got to wait for me. I'll, Are you sure? I'll find, I, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I know where Hoda Puffer carries. I'll meet you there. All right, um... I'm, again, so sorry for your loss, Mr. Harrah. Yeah, it's okay. I'm thinking I'll talk to them and see how quickly we could get this done, but I don't want to leave them waiting around too much longer. Of course. All right. All right, we'll see you there then? Yeah. Okay. As we're walking through town, Jessica would like to keep an eye open for a bookshop or library. You definitely spot one. So you leave the mortuary, which is kind of on the outskirts of town. It's not terribly far from a cemetery. You can actually see a little ways down. You venture deeper into the heart of Brookhaven. Despite the biting cold and the gray skies, there is a certain warmth to the city. As music, some good, some bad, floats out of apartment windows, (laughs) the smells of fresh baked goods waft out onto the street, And through glass storefronts, you can see artisans hard at work, including Jessica. At one point, you see what looks to be a sort of a library, like imagine library, but very homey, like mom and pop style type thing. Yeah. 
Uh, and it has a very beautiful display in the glass of like it looks like the books are like flying about. Obviously, it's stationary, but uh, it's it's very appealing. Oh, excuse, guys, guys. Oh, so sorry. Um, excuse me. I just want to pop into that bookshop just just for a moment. Do, do you want to borrow my library card? Oh, oh, that's so sweet. I, I, yes, that would be lovely. Thanks. All right, here you go. I mean, the, the fate I'll, of the I'll world's at hand. Too. Sure, go book shopping. When? Thomas, you know that she's lost her spell book. Come on now. I'm aware. And uh, Viper will walk in. Bob will go in with them. You guys enter, and you actually see a beholder behind the desk. They have like these little contraptions. The beholder's like a giant meatball with a big Mm -hmm. eye in the middle and these little stalks with additional eyes coming out and a big mouth. But they seem to have developed these little like contraptions attached to each stalk, which allow them to hold a book on it in front of each eyeball. That's so cool. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He's got kind of like slicked to the side, like little like nerd part hair (laughs) and a little bow tie under the mouth. And he looks at you and goes, oh, Hello. How can I be of assistance? Oh, hi there. Um, I'm actually, I'm looking for, to get a, a, a spell book. Um, do you happen to have any that are like, um, I don't know, flame retardant or like uh, damage resistant? Oh, yeah. Um, well, what's your budget? That's a, that's a great, that's um, a great I have question. a Brookhaven library card, if that helps anything. Um, I'm sorry, we don't... Oh, hi, Viper. I'm sorry, we, we don't really loan out um, spellbooks. Of course. You know, that consumable, but um, we do loan out uh, study material if, if you're looking for that. That would be lovely as well. I am in the market for a spellbook. I just... Uh, I'll f- we do have, we I'll do have spellbooks. Oh, and he goes, and like with his mouth, you see everything in the shop is kind of designed for a beholder to be able to navigate. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the handles are like kind of uh, semi-circular so that he can bite it and open the drawers and pull them out. But with his mouth, he floats up, bites, and pulls out this little display case that is full of different colored spell books uh, with different insignia on them. And he says, like I said, what's your, uh, what's, what's your budget? It, it'll determine what kind of properties you're looking for. Um, I would say anywhere from five to ten gold pieces if if uh, you have anything for that. I know that's a little low, but... Uh, um, well, how about how about I instead counter with what's the lowest costing one that you have? Fifty. Okay. Fifty. Five zero. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you also purchase books by any chance? Like if someone came in with like a rare edition? Oh, yeah, yeah. We're always trying to expand our collection. <laughs> okay. Cool. That's that's good to know. Um. I guess for now I'll just kind of take a take a browse and take a look around and, and Jessica roll a perception check for me. Okay, uh, my perception rolls have not been great the rest of the day, but today is changing. This roll was an eighteen. Ha ha! You notice one of the eye stalks is like kind of squinting at you, like really taking oh you in. The rest of them are kind of doing their own thing, but one of them is just kind of like hmm. And he goes, yeah, well, uh, if, if you've got any books, any collector's editions or anything like that, um, we, we're always looking to purchase. Um, we, we could come back later. You know, um, we could, my, my father has a ton of books and, um, you know, we may be able to get you set up there as well. Can I interest you in any books on loan? Uh, I know you were looking for some study material. Any school in particular? I was particularly interested in uh, the School of Abjuration. 
He goes, abjuration. Yes, um, why don't, and Viper kind of turns around and is like, why don't you, uh, wait outside because I think I'm gonna also check out another book. Um, it's just boring. If you're like, interested, I've, I've, got the, I've got the new edition of Avatar's Collected Writings. Oh, that sounds, that sounds lovely. Yep. Yes, and, and for me, um, do you have any new, and by new I mean in the past like year or so, um, And while Viper's or... talking, Jessica is going to kind of just like mm-hmm. go ahead and go, okay, well, since I don't have a card, I'll just wait outside. Thank you so All much, right, Viper. Bye. Bob um, follows Jessica. or poison, venomous creatures. Um, you know, um, I've probably read about every sorry, edition. Viper, I, I haven't gotten anything new since last time you came. That's all right. No, no problem. Then just my friend's study materials then. Okay. Um, oh, you know what? Do you have any fun new fairy tales for children? Um, it's my sister's birthday. Oh, okay. I don't know if you've heard. It, it's coming up. So maybe maybe a fun little story for her. We did get the um, the latest compendium of the Grimoire Tale. You know what? Uh, could I check that out as well, please? Yeah, here you go. The Grimoire Sisters. Yes. Okay. Uh, anything else? Uh, no, I think oh, that's... Oh, you know, we it. actually... We, we did get... Um, how old's your sister turning? Oh, she's turning 10. Uh, never mind. She's still a little bit too young. Oh, what, what were you going to bring up? She's very mature for her uh, we, age. We finally got a little bit of, of the Jessica Felcher uh, novels back in stock. We got, okay. We got the new box set. Maybe a bit young for that one, but pretty soon she does love her mystery. So, yep. okay. Thank you so much. Yep, no worries. All right, and um, Viper will walk out. Okay. As Barb and Jess were walking out, Bob wants to, like, grab Jess's hand and be like, hey, uh... I don't want to burst your bubble. I know I, I know you need a new spell, but I, I know you need a... We need a lot of things. I know we kind of just are starting fresh, but... A bookshop may not be the best place for me to be just, going. Just, yeah, just um, a note. But also, yeah. maybe we can try... I, we can obviously alter our faces, and or you can alter your face and disguise her, but I don't know, maybe we should do... We didn't really decide on new names, or maybe, like, new voices if we... I don't know, do you think? Oh, that's our favorite part. Thomas and Tiro and I come up with new names every place we go. It's terribly inconsistent. Uh (laughs) (laughs) And we've made it this far, so. Okay, okay, well. (laughs) And no one has caught on to it at all. No one, not a one. Okay. Um, because I do believe that our, our bookkeeper friend, uh, since he has the new box set of that famous author's collection. Or does he? He may be okay. a fan uh, of that. And Viper's like trying to like not say the name. Um, <laughs> he may be a fan and would therefore recognize said author if they, you know, were walking around. So um, I do agree that, uh, uh, you know. Uh, um, yeah. Uh, something new. Uh, something new. Stop yes. fresh. Just like we wanted. So, um. Yeah. Yeah. I you tried Fessica Jeltra. Okay. You are <laughs> told this is. Yep. No. <laughs> what, are you, what are you feeling, Jeff? Uh, J- Judy. <laughs> what do you feel? Mrs. J. I, I don't know why, but Barbara, do you remember the name Victoria Madrid? Oh my gosh, of course. I don't forget a name. Even though, I mean, I forget all the time when we're playing. But I don't know. I don't forget a name. <laughs> yeah, she's the one She's the one that we, before we went to, um, you know, the island and that, well, yeah. That, yeah, she... That she, was a quick one. She got... She, 
it was a quick blink in you. Yeah, I blink in you, man. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I think I think that feels like a good name. That feels like a good okay, disguise. Okay, okay, okay. I, I dig it. I dig it. Yeah, Victoria Madrid. Okay, well, nice to meet you, Victoria. And you are? Oh, uh, me? Oh, just. No, yeah, that's a good point. I really didn't even think about me. Um, I thought you said B for a moment, and I was like, I mean, I kind of like it. B? B. Arthur? B. Arthur. <laughs> what about Dorothea? Dorothea? That's a little on the nose. That's a little too... That's that's close a to home, on... don't you think? Wait. I don't know. Why? You know. What? The other one. The other what? All right. Uh... I'll go with B for now. All right. Do I get a name? Uh, do you want one? I've been using Thomas Telps. No, I thought you were Paul Telps. <laughs> I, I, I think Paul might fit you very well. You know, Thomas, I always thought that you looked more like a Steve to me. Steve? Ugh. Sounds like a disgusting reptile name. Oh, <laughs> I think you look like you could pull off a Paul. Yes, uh, anyone else? Can we continue? Okay, so so B and, and, and Paul and Victoria. Nice. There mm-hmm. we go. Look at that. Cute. I give it about 20 minutes before they forget their names. She whispers to you, Tyronicus. <laughs> I've already forgot them. <laughs> and we're walking. And you carry on through the streets. Finally, after about an hour of walking, you pull up to a quaint shop. It is a narrow, two-story building with a dark brick construction. The signage above it is neat and bright in a stencil-like font that reads, Hot Apothecary. There is a beautifully arranged window displaying mannequins with all manner of magical accoutrements and a large door. All right. Um, here we go. And... Uh, Viper will open the door. You open the door and you all enter Hot Apothecary. From within, you see a store lined with display cases, a checkout counter, and a door that presumably leads toward a back room. Manning the checkout counter is a young human girl with brunette bangs and some dark lipstick, twirling a pen through her fingers with impressive dexterity. As you step in, she looks up and says... Welcome to Hot Apoth- Nessie! <sighs> and she runs up and hugs you, Viper. Oh, there you are. Are you wearing lipstick? Yeah. Mom, Dad, Nessie's home. Oh, my goodness. You look absolutely beautiful, sweet girl. Look at you. <laughs> <laughs> These are my friends. Uh, this is my friend Victoria and my friend B and my... Friend Paul and Tyronicus <laughs> and Monique and Richard. Everyone, this is my little sister Millie. Hi, Millie. You said, is that so? Tyronicus like looks around. <laughs> you yes. look around, and so far nothing has happened. Yeah. Oh. Short for Millicent. Well, hi there, Millie. Aren't you precious? What a cute name. Love it. Very suit. Very. It fits you. It fits you. Thanks. Well, howdy doody, Millie. It's a pleasure to make your acquaintance. See? <laughs> Every time somebody says it, Tyronicus winces. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. Um. Huh. So you're Millie. And you can see, like, Richard definitely means something else when he says Millie. And immediately a pimple appears on his forehead and bursts. Ew. <laughs> oh. Ew. Okay, um... That's so gross. Okay. Anyway, uh, Millie, while we're waiting for Mum and Dad, my friend Victoria here is in the market for a new spell 
book. Now I know you're the expert on all things pretty. And as you're saying that, from the back door, you see an older human man with short salt and pepper hair with gray eyes emerge along with a taller human with hair and makeup to match the young girl. Nessa, it's so good to see you. Hi, Dad. She will touch his hand on his hand on the walking stick so Mm -hmm. he knows where she is, and then we'll hug him. Yeah, and he hugs you back. And you see the taller woman in a very tight, like almost like Morticia Adams, like style dress, uh, looking at you, and she says, Viper, how are you? I am good, how are you? Was he able to date your mom because he's blind? What? And I will uh, hug her. These are some of my friends I've picked up on my travels. This is Victoria and B and Paul and Tyronicus and Monique and Richard. Oh, it's a pleasure to meet you all. Welcome. Guten Abend, Fräulein. It's a pleasure to make your acquaintance. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> okay. Sorry. My, my friends are very tired. We've been walking for a very long time, but I do think not only are we interested in a little bit of, you know, shopping, um, I have told them about your famous potato soup. Oh, really? I don't know if you have any of the materials for it. Well, lucky for you, if I If you just don't happen to have the potato soup, I understand right, there's uh, a Vicky, famine going around. Vicky, Vicky, <laughs> is, uh, B is going to put her arm around Victoria. The blind man, like, cocks in his face toward now, you. Uh, B puts her, her, her arm around Vicky. It's just like, she is just a hoot and a half. We've been traveling so much, and she just doesn't know what to do with herself. Forgive her. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, any friend of Nessa's is a friend of ours. So um, please make yourselves at home and uh, we, we'd love to have you for dinner. Oh, Nessa, what, what brings you back to town? Oh, actually, I'm working on a case, Father. Really? Yes. Um, you know, I can't divulge too much oh, information. But yes. um, these are my colleagues and um, there's just something in town that we think might be a lead. And also um, a friend of ours, unfortunately, um, their friend passed away quite recently. And All right, everyone, I put your hands up. A bulky man in thick leather armor bursts in through the door. A heavy crossbow at the ready in the middle of your sentence. I throw a dagger. (laughs) (laughs) We're halfway there. Uh, I'm stuck. This, this is the Halftime Pad with Nikki B. I love everything about it. The weather, the cocoa, the... <gasps> oh no, the Drimbus holiday break. What? The Drimbus holiday break, the break they take for time off at the end of the year so they can spend time with their loved ones. Gross. Oh, I know. But what about for Christmas? 
The Who's It? The Christmas Special. Oh, 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 I totally forgot they're doing a Christmas special this year. Yeah, well, 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 good thing. I'm signed up at patreon.com slash Drimbus. Uh, uh, although we, we should probably be on the lookout for another, for another show to help fill that gap. Another actual play. No, no, I'm thinking something more conversational. I want a good show with mysterious voice. Come on, have taste. Well, I don't know who you're talking to back there, but have you heard of Four Top Threes? No, what's that? It's a show where four folks come from five countries and share their top threes in any given category, exploring cultural differences through mundane topics like Disney movies. Have a listen. Welcome to Four Top Threes, where four friends list our top three favorite things about a random subject of choice. You might be wondering, hey, I already have like 75 other podcasts that is basically just for people who are friends talking bullshit at each other. Why should I be listening to this? We are actually from four different countries, so we are hoping to bring four different perspectives on all of these topics that we are about to choose. You throw Lion King out there like a dirty rag and then you <laughs> pontificate over Lilo and Stitch. That was very good. I thought you tried to give them back. No, Did I purchase no. the month of milk and bananas? Could, you, could I return them? I haven't opened them yet. I just spent the night with two of the milks. Turkeys could talk. They'd sound like Mr. Meeseeks. <laughs> I was afraid to live this long. Kill me. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, fresh little turkeys. I love it. Oh, fuck my face. <laughs> You can find four top threes wherever you find your podcasts and we release at the end of every month. See you then. Yeah, that's pretty good. It's funny, it's thought-provoking. And available wherever podcasts are found just by searching for four F-O-U-R top threes. T-H-R-E-E-S. I'm going to have to send this to the patrons. It's a great show to fill the gap after next week's episode until your honor returns in January. Let me just look through my contacts here. Queso Loco, Jerry Benetados, Victoria Madrid, Greta and Beignet, Alejandro Lopez, Ace Andrews, Thomas Murphy, Regina Russell, Salty, Sam Olivos, Jordan Cobb, The Unnamed Rogue, John Gillette, NB Star, Doubtful Guest, Michael Richters, Davis Walden, Denny Dewdrop, Myth Mouse, Kelly Wolf, Brandon M. Bishop, Bridge, Twiglets, Joanna, Westberger, Stan, Sitzman, Scrambles the Death Dealer, Aaron Adams, Nathan Mesnard, Ruth Anatos, Morgan Lawson, Stoner Panda, Melissa Rain, Sensational, Butts of Plenty, The Lone Trumpeter, Normally Me, Dane Kohlhoff, Loon, Luna, The State of Alaska, they gotta know, Faust, The Heavenly Demonic Monster. Here we go. Hey guys, you gotta check this shit out. Oh, oh, no, no, I didn't mean to start a FaceTime shit. Sorry, sorry. Fuck. Like, <laughs> Roll your ranged attack for me. <laughs> like, I'm in the middle of talking to my dad, and as soon as I hear, put your hands up, I'm like, <laughs> like.
Oh my god. <laughs> 25. Jesus. That definitely hits. Roll for 10. Oh my gosh. Never in my life have I seen reflexes so grand as your daughter's. Would you say that's a sneak attack at all? or? Sure, sure. I think he's definitely surprised at the very least. Okay, so that's eight piercing and then six poison damage. Your dagger lodges itself in his left shoulder blade. He goes, ah! Fuck! Ah! Put your hands up! And he keeps waving the crossbow around as behind him, you see two other thugs wielding maces at the ready. Everyone roll for initiative. All right, let's do this. Uh, once again, the initiative rolls are not in my side. It's a seven. That's a 21 for B. That is a 20 non-natural for Viper. A 12. 11. You see these thugs bust in and Winston Hale, Viper's dad, immediately kind of reaches for, feels Millie and covers her as he begins to move towards the counter as Delia, who you recognize as her stepmother, also begins to move back towards uh, the counter. However, B slash Barbara, you are up first. Okay, B would like to kick the crossbow out of this gent's hands as he's kind of okay. just got stabbed, so I feel like he's already kind of distracted. Yeah, roll a strength contest for me. I'll give you advantage on it. Though. That. That is a not natural 20. Yep, you kick the crossbow out of his hands. Viper, you are up next as you have just thrown this okay. fucking dagger. So what I would like to do is I would like to take two of my throwing knives and throw them in such a way so that the two men behind the thug in the front get their arms stuck to the wall and have to use their next turn, like, taking them down. Okay, so what I'll let you do is I'll let you roll a separate attack for each, but mm -hmm. you're going to have to do it with disadvantage. Okay. Wow, my dice really want this to happen. So that's a non-natural 20 for the first one. Okay. And then that is a 22 for the next one because I rolled a 16 and then a 14. Yeah, you toss these darts, pinning them to the entrance of Hot Apothecary. Their mace is just like dangling limply from their wrists. I'm going to say it's going to require at least an action for them to unrestrain themselves. Perfect. However, the thugs are then up. The thug who just had his crossbow kicked out of his hand is going to try an unarmed attack and just punch the shit out of you, Barbara. Oh, God. All right, fucking bring it, loser. And he can make two attacks at once. Same, so. dog. Fuck around and find out. Okay, first one is an 11. Does that hit? <gasps> no. That is a right cross that misses as you barely scooch out of the way. And then a 19. Does that hit? Yeah. Okay. I will say, I forgot what this shit is called. I don't know if it counts because he's doing two attacks, but it says when a creature misses mm. you with a melee attack, you can use a reaction to roll a superiority die to make a melee attack back. Go ahead and roll that. You can definitely get a punch in on him. Oh, yeah. That's a 15. That hits. He throws a right cross. B slash Barbara, you just barely move backwards out of the way. You bring one metal knee up into his chin. Poof, for 11 points of damage. You see he like crunches one of his teeth from how hard he bites down into them. And blood uh, begins to pour out of his gums as he winds up a fist and he says, metal is scrap! <gasps> and uh, drives a fist into your face Ugh, for five points of damage. Tis but a fucking scratch. <laughs> However, he is already looking pretty fucked you up. bet your ass. Okay, one of them manages to rip the darts out of the wall by just vaulting forward. The other is still restrained 
Seeing he is still restrained, Monique is gonna run up with a pen dagger and slice at his chest. Hell yeah. She takes the pen dagger and begins like twirling it through her fingers. And you hear from behind, you hear Millie go, whoa, <laughs> as, uh, as she twirls it, kind of brings it like backhanded to slash across the chest, twirls it back around, drives it into his chest, brings it out, and then slashes across his nose again, just kind of lacerating him repeatedly for a significant amount of damage as he goes, ah, no! It doesn't seem lethal necessarily. He's not on death's door, but it does just seem unnecessarily painful <laughs> as she carves into him. Thomas, it is your turn. Oh, God. Uh, I'm going to kick him in the nads. Okay, which one? Which nad? Which guy? <laughs> the one closest to me and the left nad. Okay, I'm going to say that the one closest to you is going to be the one that initially barged in with the crossbow. Okay. That's a 16. Okay. You deal two points of damage as you kick him in his left nad, and you feel your foot clunk against it like you kicked metal. <gasps> Ow. He stares at you. Brother. Tyronicus, it is your turn. What does the shop look like? There are a lot of display cases throughout the shop for you to kind of weave and walk through. And then there's a counter in the back with a door that leads to a back room. Tyronicus is just going to like run up and he's going to like grab the other guy by his neck and then he's going to use the shocking grab. Yeah, which one? The one that's still pinned to the wall, the one that just unpinned himself, or the one with the crossbow? The crossbow is the weakest one, right? Yep. So the one with the crossbow. Okay. Which is 17. That definitely hits. Then that is going to do nine damage, and he can't take reactions until the start of his next turn. You grab him by the neck, you shock him, he goes, <laughs> and he passes out in your hand. I <clears throat> drop his limp body. <laughs> he drops down. Roll a d24. Uh, 10 again. Roll a d10. Uh, nine. You shrink nine inches. Damn it. <laughs> How tall were you before? Because you're already a half. Let's say he was three feet. Now he's two feet in. Two three foot inches. three. You see Tyronicus jumps up to grab this thug by the throat, shocks him, and as the guy passes out, you see Tyronicus loses basically a third of his height. Oh my god. <laughs> god damn it. It's winter, winter. <laughs> Victoria Madrid, it is your turn. Okay. Vicky slash Jessica is going to hop the counter and try to get further away from any physical confrontation. Uh, yeah. <laughs> because armor class, no bueno. <laughs> and then she kind of like starts to wave her fingers around in like a circular motion as a fire begins to grow and grow and grow in the palm of her hand as she throws a firebolt at that man who is stuck to the wall. He is restrained, so you get advantage. Okay, 18. Yes. That definitely hits, roll for damage. That is going to be a 19. Wow. You, <laughs> yeah. you just burned the guy. shit out of this man. <laughs> he, he is a burn victim. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. As just <laughs> he gets blasted with the bulk of the fire in his face, gets left in like just ash and soot against the wall. Is he alive? He's still alive. Not for long. <laughs> okay, Jessica's gonna use a bonus action to use some of her hex magic to cast hex. Okay. Until the spell ends, I deal extra 1d6 necrotic damage to the target whenever I hit it with an attack 
also choose one ability. When you cast the spell, the target has disadvantage on ability checks made with the chosen ability. I'm going to choose strength. As you hex him, you see like this purple energy swirl around him and kind of leech into his skin. And you see him like shrivel a little bit. Uh, Richard is then going to prepare an Eldritch Blast. (laughs) Unleashes it and sends that guy flying across the store and he smashes into the front wall from where he came in from. He is also looking in terrible, terrible shape. They all seem to be in about the same ballpark of HP. However, at this point, everyone except Winston, Jessica, Millie, and Delia, please roll a constitution saving throw. Fuck. I love creating distance. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Good call, Michael. Good call. Good call. So, 22 for B. 11. 13. Thomas gets an 8. As this happens, you all hear a little metal clattering. Uh-oh. And you see this canister roll into the front of the shop. What? And you hear a... I want to kick it! I want to kick it! No, I want to kick it! As this cloud... No. <laughs> Come on! As this cloud of gas begins to expand, and everyone except B and Jessica, who is behind the counter. This gas kind of infiltrates your nostrils and you begin to feel fuzzy and lightheaded and you fall unconscious. As you all fall unconscious, Jessica, you are peering over the counter. Millie, Winston, and Delia are peering over with you. Millie is kind of interested. She's going, (laughs) and B, Directly in front of you, through the entire front of the store is foggy, and you can't really see much now. But you hear this big... If it's the bear, I swear to God. Oh, no. And then you see this figure rise up. You see the silhouette of this strong figure with a bear cap over his head. Yeah, there it is. You see these clawed, furry gauntlets and this heavy plate mail armor Ah, with a large cape flowing behind and these thick metal boots that look like bare paws. He kind of eyes you up and down through his armored helmet. You see, he has like a bunch of contraptions along his wrist. He holds one out, aimed it at the first thug, the one that came in with the crossbow. And you hear as something shoots out and you see this like, roped grappling hook and tangle the thug. <laughs> Superhero? What the fuck? This is hot. No, this is good. Keep going. Give it, get, let, let's paint that picture. <laughs> then he extends the claws on his hands, oh, on those gauntlets that he's wearing, oh. and he slices a hand off of one of the thugs and then stabs it into the gut of the one that is still pinned to the wall. Hello. And as he emerges through the fog, you begin to lose sight of him and you see one more as the last unrestrained but currently handless thug on the ground gets wrapped up in the rope and you see the man vanish into the fog. What do you mean vanish? No, B starts to run after him. Okay, B, you're running after him? B runs after him. Roll a, let's call it a perception check with disadvantage through the smoke. That's so rude. That's a 16. You run out into the street and you see people have come from nearby stores, like peeked out as they saw the fog, and they're looking around, but you catch no sign of the bear. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. He's fucking Batman. Uh, and uh, <laughs> B is gonna just look around and, and gesture to the other people watching, like, um, 
No nothing to see here. All good. Just, you know, the that bear man. Good old, good old Barry. <laughs> Someone call the reclaimers. No, no, we're okay. It's all, it's okay. No, 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 no. We want the reclaimers want, to take, okay, the, take, the, take them as prisoners. Yeah, I guess that's the true. The actual people that we're trying to rob. That's a fair up. point. That's a fair point. Wait, do, do, I, do I call the reclaimers? No, call, sorry, call, the call them. Yeah, yeah, sorry. The, okay, reclaimers. In, it's just instinct to say no, you know? Okay. He runs off down the street. Okay, and with that, uh, B is going to make her way back through the fog into the store and... Um, She's going to check for pulses on each of her partners, buddies, whatever. Yeah. Everyone has a pulse. They're just sleeping. Okay. And while B is doing that, I mean, he tied up two of them, yes? And then the other guy's just still pinned to the wall, but unconscious? He got punched in the gut. And you see the other two, the ones who were like currently in combat, are the ones who got restrained. Which one called me? Scrap metal? The first one. He's tied up on the ground, handled. But he's still, like, conscious? No, no, they're all passed out. Oh, okay. Well, B's still gonna give him a good kick to the face. What is one plus your strength modifier? That is four. Oof, okay. You kick him to within an inch of his life. Oh, shit. You hear the neck begin to snap. You're... But he seems to still be alive. Is his nose broken? His nose is very broken. Excellent. Thank you. Yeah, well, scrap that metal, buddy. And at this point, you see Millie go, wait. Is Viper okay? Is Viper okay? And Winston goes, please. He begins to come out from behind the counter. He goes, Viper! Viper! She's Viper. all right. And She's Millie all right. runs over to you and begins slapping your face. And just with the slapping, you begin to wake up. Uh, what happened? Uh, Bear Man was here. Is everything, is everyone okay? To start waking everybody else up, Jessica slash Vicky is going to cast prestidigitation to create a shower of sparks. The sparks are going to land on the unconscious party members. Yeah. You want to you want to wake everyone up? Not all of them, not our bad boys. No, not no, not them. I just I was I was just saying, you want to wake Thomas up? You don't, you don't want to let him sleep a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just checking. I'm just checking. <laughs> no, let's wake them all up. <laughs> and okay. Jessica's prestidigitations shower of sparks lands on all of them and kind of zaps their like skin just ever so slightly uh, well done assistants i've done it again thank you so much you really wanted to wake him up excellent work partner dad mom are you okay <laughs> my daughter are you all right Ness? i i'm i'm fine i he some kind of gas knocked me out but are, are you all right oh my goodness and if anything got knocked over in the fight she like starts like like dusting it off and like yeah putting a it couple back. cases got knocked over you see like some graphic tees are on the floor. Yeah, I start like refolding them. I'm like, yeah. I'm so sorry, Dad. I, I tried to, you know, minimal it's all right. damage. It's just... all right. It's all right. Oh God. Are you okay? I'm fine. Are you hurt? Anybody hurt, Millie? No, no. Everyone's fine. It just seems they sucks. Okay. And uh, Richard comes to you, Thomas. He says, uh, "Partner, are you all right?" I'm just fine, thank you, Uncle. Yes. Excellent work. Um, I believe we took those. Uh, gentlemen down with without an issue. That we did. All right. It's a um, shame the rest of you fell asleep. Uh, you weren't here to see it. Thomas really uh, kicked some derriere. Uh, Richard, with all due respect, it was the bear man. I don't know if you recall that. Is your vision is your vision getting a little hazy? Got to get those is, checked out. Are you, you okay? Do you have a literal screw loose there, my friend? I don't know. I, 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 <laughs> you want me to knock you on the side of the head and make sure your eyes are still working or what? I think I'm all right. Okay. Viper will go and try to retrieve her darts and dagger if possible. Wait, 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 wait. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Richard. Yes. You said you were all right, but from my understanding, you seem to always go left. 
Oh. Uh, hey. This is the Inside Joke Investigator. This is a reference to a long-running joke from season one, Deliverance, in which the character Jeremiah said don't, everyone don't goes right, it. so don't we should it. go left. Don't spoil it. Spoil it. Let them Who go doesn't listen. go left? Always go left. Anyway, I would like to try to retrieve my darts and dagger if I can. Give me a flat d20. Okay. 16. Yeah, you get them all. Yay. Can Bob collect, uh, well, Bob, can she like check pockets of the thugs and also collect that crossbow? She would like one. Certainly. Yep. Roll an investigation check for it. B got 19. You, between the three of them, find about 25 gold pieces. Pocketed. You find the crossbow along with 10 bolts. And then you find the two maces that uh, the other two were wielding. Uh, B is going to hold up the maces and be like, Anybody want a mace? Anybody? I'm all right. All right. I think you're a macine. Aww. Thank you, Richard. <laughs> that was so nice. Can we? I want that on a shirt. Hold on. That's, that's good merch. Wait a minute. I'm writing it down. You, you see, you see, Delia makes a note on a piece of paper, and Winston holds out a hand to fist bump Richard, and he says, "Thank you. I was quite proud of that." <laughs> Dad. Ha- has there been increased crime in the area? I mean, I don't remember ever having someone try to rob you. There has definitely been a little bit, certainly. Um, I can't say they've caused trouble for us. Um, I mean, you, you know, you're, you're a reclaimer. The, right. the crime has been rising all around for a little while now, but uh, that bear fellow is... Right. Millie, you said... You said it's the bear. What do you what do you know? It's it's Bear Man. You know he like he like stops crime and and, and stuff. You know. Okay. Uh, apparently, this fellow's been running around Brookhaven dealing with crime as he sees fit. I see. What was that tone, dear? You know how I feel about this. About the man saving innocent folk. No, about the man beating the crud out of whoever he deems a criminal. You mean like the criminals that just threatened your daughter? I, oh, you know right. that's not the problem. Okay. Well, what is we the problem? The problem is that they've got no love, accountability. Family, and the, love, love. It's so nice to be home. It is wonderful to have you here. I'm sorry. It's just uh, interesting times is all. Um, really sorry about your your shop there. We'll, we'll do our best to clean everything up and and, and make it. Oh, it's okay. Um, it, it doesn't seem like a lot. We've had rowdier customers do worse. Oh, well, that's... I do declare that I would absolutely be thrilled to assist you anywhere I can to make sure that everything is together. Millie, um... (laughs) What's their deal? I I think that they're just... You know, she's trying to figure out how she wants to present herself, you know, like... I used to be an actress... For the stage, but now I'm just a I'm just a lost soul trying to figure out who I am. Anyway, Millie, um, do you anyway. think you could find a pretty little spell book for my friend here? Maybe help her be a little more in sort, so to speak. And Jessica slash Vicky waves with both hands, like, "Hey, that's me." Yeah, definitely. We can. I can pick something out. And at this point, you see uh, a group of about three reclaimers run in. And you see Rodney, and Rodney goes, Viper! Uh, Rodney, uh, there's your crew right there. Um, I guess they were fit to rob my parents, and I guess the bear had something uh, to say about it. 
Well, if I didn't know any better, I'd say you were the bear. <laughs> I, I mean, listen, Rodney, if I had any other reason to brag, I would take it. Um, <laughs> and I don't. So Right, right. He lifts up the shirt to expose the belly on the guy who is pinned to the wall. And you see the stamp of the bear has been punched into his stomach. Nice. And he goes, yep, that's him. Um, oh, hey, Winston. Hello. He says, uh, I might have to come uh, get statements from you. Uh, oh, God, you've, you've got a mess on your hands here. Here, we'll get these guys out of your hair, all right? Unfortunately, Rodney, I will say that he used some sort of knockout gas, so the majority of us could not see him. Or were we saw it all. We saw it all. Oh, I great. saw it, too. Great. Okay, sorry. Right, uh, sorry, what was your name? Oh, I'm B. B, nice to meet you. Uh, would you mind? We might need Und it a, a little Victoria. bit. I'm <laughs> Victoria. Hello, Und Victoria. I was also fitness, yeah. Okay, great, Victoria and B. We'd love to have you come down to the courthouse and give your official record, uh, you know, just really have it down on paper to um, help us out with these cases. Sure, yeah. Oh my God, we're Vicky B. It would be my pleasure. I am always ready to give statement. That's pretty good. Right. Okay. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll be in touch later. Let me get these guys out of your hair. Sure. Uh, yeah. And we'll, we'll be back around and ask some questions. In Thanks, Rodney. Thank you, yeah. Rod. Do you guys need anything else from me? Or is everyone okay? Is anyone hurt? I think we're all okay, except for those thugs that got quite the beating. Yeah. Um, although, to my knowledge, nothing was taken. We kind of were able to put a stop to them before that happened. Okay, great. In that case, I'll uh, I'll leave you guys to it. We'll just... Uh, <clears throat> and he picks up one of the guys and he goes, oh, sorry. And he picks up the hand off the floor. He goes, they don't want to leave that there. Um, okay, yeah, you guys grab them. You good? Okay. Uh, we'll be back and uh, give us like an hour or so. All right, bye, Rodney. All right, bye, Viper. Thank you. He waves at you like with the hand in his hand. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Farewell and Godspeed to your gentle lords of justice. Oh, my goodness. Well... You're good. This was rather eventful. Um, are you guys hungry? I am. Okay. I think that potato soup should be about ready. So how about we deal with that first? We'll uh, we'll get you sorted out with the spell book, Victoria, and uh, clean up here a little bit, and we'll uh, I guess see where we go from there. Perfect. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It is okay. so nice to have such lovely friends now I, to take I care of us. I think, honestly... It's much appreciated. We, you know, my friend might need uh, a nap of sorts just, just to lay down, maybe. You, you're definitely welcome to take some of the rooms upstairs. No worries. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. And I will like lean into uh, my stepmom and say, uh, I know it was quite recently, but I sent a letter. Um, I, I tried to choose the fastest raven. Do you know if Millie got it? Um, let me ask her. I don't. I don't think she got anything. It, it might not get here to tomorrow. I just, I didn't expect to see her so soon or I would have just kept it, but I got her little something for her birthday. That's all. Oh, you know what? I was, I started baking the cake early, but I don't know how long you're planning and staying in town, but we could do a little something for her after dinner. I think that would be so sweet. Okay, yeah, that yes. sounds nice. Okay, And you, you hear the front uh, doorbell like ring as someone opens it again and Kit walks in and goes, Ugh. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Kit, how are you? Well, you have tentacles for legs. Yes, Millie, Millie. Um, yeah. Sometimes, you know, when people have extra appendages, they might not want to talk about it. Um, but I think your snakes are cool. It's kind of, it's like bottom snakes. <laughs> it's like bottom 
to like Aww. bottom snakes. So so true. And I pick her up, and my snakes start like like giving her little kisses. Honey, believe me, I have met some bottom snakes in my day. I can tell you. Uh, Victoria, just a reminder, my sister's 10 years old. Would you like to explain that to me in detail, what you meant by that? Because I didn't quite get it. I think she meant that she's seen other people with uh, tentacles for legs. That's all. Uh, Kit, how you doing? How's it going? How uh, are you? Uh, How how you doing? uh, I'm I'm doing all right there. They're getting everything set up. We should be able to have your service tomorrow. Oh, perfect. Okay. Okay. Well, hey, um, in the meantime, I think we were going to start... Eating some dinner soon, some potato yeah, soup. Yeah, you hungry? You're... That sounds good. Oh my god, yeah, I love potato soup. Okay, well, um, uh, Kit, this is my little sister, Millie. Hello, uh, hello. Mm-hmm. It's all right, Millie. And um, <laughs> this is my my stepmother, Delia, and my father, Winston. Winston, uh, uh, this is my friend, Kit. Mister um, Harrow, right? Yes. Yeah, it's me. Oh, I'm a big fan of what you're doing over at Groomsh's Brew. Oh, well, I really like all the puffery. I get all of my sleeveless vests from you. <laughs> you know, now that you mention it, uh, your voice does sound a little bit familiar. Oh, please, all of you, why don't you come? Uh, let's let's get seated for dinner. Uh, get to know each other a little better. Yes. Perfect. Sounds good. All right. This has been Your Honor. Your Honor features the vocal talents of T.J. Berry as Tyronicus, Amanda Fernandez Acosta as Barbara, Nicholas Palazzo as Thomas Phelps, Michael Pisani as Jessica Felcher, and Hannah Schooner as Viper. The rest of the world is voiced by your DM, Giancarlo Herrera. Editing was done by Hannah Schooner and Giancarlo Herrera with sound design by Giancarlo Herrera. If you want to support the show, consider checking out the links in the show notes or go to patreon.com slash Our patrons get access to exclusive perks like our After the Show show, After the Drimbus, free exclusive merch, bonus series, and the chance to create items for the show or have NPCs named after you. Oh! And don't forget to tweet using hashtag Drimbus to be entered to win a free Dungeons and Drimbus sticker. Thank you all so much for listening, and I do declare, I'll see you all next week. The Fable and Folly Network where fiction producers flourish. This is I reporting. He's at the Lao Chang restaurant, Changchun, northeastern China. It's uh, spring 1997. Once it started, I'll leave him in Ming's hands. <laughs> That's a joke. Ming doesn't have hands. And what do you do exactly besides dance with strangers? I work for the postal service. <laughs> you, you're a, a postman. We're right. We're right. Mr. what is it? It's just a bit strange. A letter for me from Hong Kong. 
and there's no stamp. I need stamps to write a dead person? Yep, there's a cost. How much? A pound. A pound of flesh. A pound of you. It seems like a lot. The very worst thing that could possibly happen. Sad up, please write back. If your letter can find me here, then I think we have a lot to talk about. Saludos, Raúl. The very worst thing that could possibly happen. An audio drama in nine parts, produced by Wolf at the Door Studios. Out now. For more information, please visit wlfdr.com.